Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. I'm live. You have no idea how excited I am to be live because I have had internet problems this morning. It is never a dull moment on a Friday when we do these live chats. Uh, myself and my very good friend at Running Joe 10K, Joe Wilkinson, friend, fellow, coach, who will be joining me very, very soon. Now, Joe is pulling out all the stops for today's live. It's a very special live. Uh, normally, Joe is in her home studio with a, a lovely professional setup. She's really pulling out the stops today. She's on location. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to invite Joe now. Da, da, da. Go live with Running Joe 10K. A chat around training on holiday is joe going to join me <laughs> da, da, da. hello Alrighty. where where are you then let's have a little well, do a little pan give us a little do you want to have around. a little look around this is, this yeah, is yeah. where i am yeah where this are you is can you see my lovely surroundings nice <laughs> nice i've just nice. had a lorry drive by me and look at me as if to say yeah, what are you doing round the back of the service station? <laughs> Look, I'm, I mean... impressed. I'm impressed with your commitment. Uh, regular viewers to our Friday Live will know that we, at all costs, will do everything we can to bring you this live chat on a Friday. Absolutely. Joe, are, are you comfortable? Are you okay there? Are you happy? Shall yeah, we crack no, on? I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm fine. Okay. I, I, as you know, was going to uh, stop at the service station, which I did, but it's incredibly busy. And so uh, the only choice I had was I was going to sit in the car with the window shut, obviously, but it's so hot. I thought I was going to die in the car. <laughs> we don't so I then had to try and find somewhere for an outside broadcast. And it's so busy that this is the only quiet place I could find. So, but you know, as you say, we are consummate professionals and um, nothing comes between us and a Friday Live. So here we are. I mean, Absolutely. Really, I think a lot of these people are here because they're going on holiday, which is a nice segue ever the professional into the discussion, I do believe. I like it. I love that. <laughs> Indeed, a chat around training on holiday today. You can see my little setup, the set design here. The pile of clothes that we've got in the background there, that, that is the start of the packing. Martina, my girlfriend, has been on the phone all morning trying to sort COVID passes and all kinds of things, letters, and oh, it's a bit of a nightmare. We keep having flights cancelled. I'm sure lots of people are having to deal with this at the moment. One thing we do know for certain is that, of course, at some point we will all be going on holiday again, whether that is local, whether that's you know within the country, whether that's abroad. It will happen. We need to keep our fingers crossed. And I think there are some big considerations when it comes to training on holiday. Now, just before I hand over to you, Jar, I, I just want to say from the outset, because it's important to, to say this, we both believe you don't have to train on holiday at yes. all costs. You know, you really don't. That's not what this video is about. But we, we want to talk about, OK, if you want to train on holiday, how can we how can we do that? How can we do it safely and well and enjoy it? But you don't have to. You know, you don't want to put yourself under huge amounts of pressure. Do you enjoy training on holiday, Joe? Are you somebody that likes to sort of get some training in? So, yes. But then just to take one step back, I always say to my runners, why are you going on a holiday? And then we can talk about training. So do I enjoy training on holiday? Yes. 
But we actually have decided not to go abroad this year. And it is the first time after seven years of continuously going back to the same place in France, which we absolutely love. And the main reason we love it is because the running there is fantastic. And that's part of the reason we go. So for us and for actually probably quite a few people who, who are tuning into this, running on holiday is part of and, and the opportunities and where you've got to run is part of the whole reason why you're going where you're going. So I, I you know, I, yeah, I come back to that. I love it. But I go somewhere that's beautiful to run and I go there thinking I'm going to run on holiday and I just really, really enjoy it. It's, it's coastal footpaths, um, just sort of sand dunes and things. It's just lovely. So, yes, I really do love it. And I love running in new places, but it's not for everybody. But I, yeah. I think we've probably got the same mindset there because I know you love a good running trip as well. I love it. I've just had some new vests delivered this morning, some singlets, if you will, ready for the uh, the little break, if indeed it happens. So I do really enjoy it. But I love what you said there, and I completely agree. We often talk about, you know, what's your why behind running? Why do you want to achieve a certain goal? But I think just breaking that down a little bit further, it's worth asking yourself, why do you want to run on holiday? Is it because you feel you have to? Is it because you genuinely enjoy it like yourself, Joe, and you're in a place where it's really beautiful and you look forward to it and it frees the mind and all those things? You've really got to kind of just understand what it means, why you want to do it. And also, I believe, and I think I'm right in saying this, and hopefully lots of people agree with me on this, that it's very easy when you're really passionate and into your running to be really focused and almost selfish, dare I say it. And I've certainly been that before about running. And if you're going on holiday with people that perhaps aren't runners, of course, they'll support you, (laughs) it's family and things. It's really, I, I think, very important to consider that. And there's some of my runners where I've said to them, look, if you're away for, let's say, for example, a couple of weeks, I mean, there's one, there's one of my runners in particular that's away for about three weeks, and, oh, how do I train for this and fit it all in, and she wants to do things with her family. Well, give yourself some time. You want to do a bit of running on holiday, great, but don't try to run for the whole of the holiday. Say to yourself from the outset, I'm going to have a week where I don't run at all. I'm not even going to try it. I'm not even going to think about it, and I'm going to plan stuff with other people and tell them that that's your plan because it gets them on board. I think you need that agreement, don't you, Joe? really? Yeah. Kind of, You know what I mean? Totally. And what I usually say to people is, right, so if you normally run five days per week, on holiday, I'm going to schedule you four or maybe even three days. So so now you've got more flexibility to shuffle those days around to fit, as you say, with with the plans of the other people that you've gone on holiday with without feeling, because you know what we're all like. If it's on the plan, we don't want to take it off the plan. So that's why I don't put it on in the first place, because I think you can always do more runs, but none of us like doing less than we had in our mind that we were going to do. So I would say go cut back from what you would normally think you're going to do. Give yourself the flexibility to be adaptable on holiday and as you say you know I've got kids and some you know they want to do things but even if you haven't maybe you're going on holiday to lie on the beach and have a relaxing time and then have you know a couple of drinks at lunchtime and and do that either run first thing in the morning or just think to yourself actually this is this is part of my relaxation this is what a holiday is to have a rest and a change and a break and so if that means I want to have a few drinks at lunchtime and not run in the afternoon so be it that's not the end of the world 
I think it's easy for people to panic a little bit, isn't it, Jeremy? And think, oh gosh, but I'm training for this event, and oh, but I'm away on holiday, and it's like, of course they want the holiday, they're desperate for the holiday, but then they start to almost fight that feeling because they're like, oh, but how am I going to train? And I need to train, and it just becomes a little bit chaotic in one's mind. And I think if you take a step back before you even get on holiday, by the way, look at the big picture. What have you done leading up to the holiday in terms of training? So reflect back, which we often talk about. I think if you've got enough time in advance, so let's say you're going away and you've got six weeks before you're away, well, can you bank as much training, albeit safely, of course, in terms of balance <laughs> of volume and intensity, can you bank some real good quality training and then allow yourself that time off when you're on holiday or say, well, when I'm on holiday, I'm going to take Joe's advice. I'm just going to be really flexible and chilled and adaptable and consider the people I'm with. And I'm not going to put too much pressure on it, but I'm going to make sure I'm in a good place going on holiday. And also look beyond the holiday. So when you're back, before you arrive back, this is, so before you even go on a holiday, how long have I got from when I'm back to my goal? And that can help you to make the necessary plans. If you're not working with a coach and you, you sort of self-coach, it can help you to give you a bit of confidence, manage your expectations as well on how you train. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not even, I was going to say it's just a blip. It's not even a blip. Sometimes <laughs> having that break can be really, really helpful to rest the mind the body yeah all that stuff get you fired up yeah Angel, i think yeah i mean i was t i posted this week um which which got picked up quite a, uh, a lot around actually stepping back in, in heart you know it allows your form to come to the to the fore so you do all of this training you get you build up a certain amount of fatigue you actually need to step back so see this as a as a natural part of that training cycle and a natural ebb of flow of in the intensity of what you're training um and then, you know, you may come out, you may come out actually benefiting. But the other thing I wanted to say is I think we sometimes get caught up in, realistically, you do not lose that much fitness. Even if you took the whole week off, you don't lose much fitness in seven days. You lose a tiny amount. Most of it is in your mind because you might feel a little bit out of sync and a little bit out of rhythm and routine. But actually, physiologically, how much fitness do you use in seven days? Not much at all. You could make that up pretty much the next week that you're back training. So, you know, be realistic around you're not going to suddenly get unfit because you took seven days off running. Uh, and, Four you know, weeks, we said, maybe. We, we <laughs> so said earlier, we, we said earlier about, about how important it is to, to not put ourselves under huge amounts of pressure and, you know, make sure we're in a good place with our training. Look at the big picture. And, and I think it's easy to put too much pressure on things and, and we are very driven as runners and we can potentially be selfish sometimes. We need forced rest on occasions mm. and forced rest, sometimes it could be injury. I'm not wishing injury upon anybody, but we know the score. If you've had a little bit of a bug, illness, a, a bit of a niggle where you've got to back off. Actually, what's the flip side of that? Well, the positive is you're resting lots of other areas of the body. You're probably getting that fire back in your belly, ready to really go for it when you return. So a bit of kind of forced rest in some in some respects is, is definitely no bad thing. And as you say, Joe, it's not all about putting your body under stress because all that is doing is breaking you down you've got to rest and recover so you have the form which is what you're talking about now i think i, I think it's absolutely bang on what do you think about getting practical with stuff what do you think about the obstacles so we talk about training on holiday let's say right somebody does want to train on holiday there's definitely things for them to consider now when we think oh, of yeah. holidays often we think of <laughs> training in the heat it's going to be sunny and of course we know that's not necessarily what a holiday means but people have got to start to think about what things have got to overcome, right? So whether that's heat, whether that's lack of knowledge of where to run. What do you, what do you think yeah. about that sort of stuff? So 
you know, I think there's a number of things. First of all, it depends on where you're going on holiday. And I mean, if you're going on a trekking holiday in a mountain range, the places for you to run up and down the mountain are going to be pretty limited. Um, if you're going to a beach holiday, you might find that there's more area to run. But again, you know, you, you often don't know unless you are like us and go to the same place every year. You don't know what there is. So I think you, that's another reason to go open minded and think I need to see where there is to run that's safe to run when I get there. Heat, obviously. I mean, you guys, you're going to Italy. And I think you were saying it's it's nearly, you know, high 30s, if not, you know, really ridiculously hot when you get there. So you've got to take that into account. You're not going to be able to train in the same way. And I think the other thing is, going back to this whole thing, I joke about mountain trekking, but if your holiday is really, really active, you're going to be quite tired. So what quality running would you get anyway from putting a training session on top of a tiring day doing holiday activities? So I think for me, those are, again, some of the practical things you need to consider. Um, but I don't know what your, what's your kind of uh, most impractical place you've ever run on holiday. <laughs> Gosh, I've, well, there's been so many places. I, I I often just kind of throw myself into the adventure because I quite like that. And and sometimes, you know, historically speaking, there has been times where I've got back from a run and thought, you know, that was a little bit, that was a bit too much, you know, not taking anything with me. I, I mean, things like, you know, not telling people where I'm going or taking the phone and all that sort of stuff, running in a place I don't mm. know. You know, I always advise to people that if you don't know where you're going, it's definitely worth just sacrificing variety, if you like, for safety. So, just yeah. i don't know if, you, if you're doing let's say for argument's sake an hour's run and you don't really want to run 30 minutes away from your starting point your hotel or whatever because you don't really know where you are then just do 10 minutes out and 10 minutes back and pick another direction you know a bit like the, the crossroad countdown yeah. technique that some of you may know of it just keeps you close to your starting point honestly joe i've been literally lost in the mountains before <laughs> i kid you not i kid you not this was in this was in corfu and i i was really concerned as to how I could get back because I was in the middle of like this, um, you know, the forest. And I thought, I, I just thought this is, you know, how do I get back? And I really, I really learned my lesson from that. I thought, you know, I'm not going to do that again because that was just too yeah. adventurous and too wild. Let's go. So you've got to keep yourself super, super safe. Now you mentioned about the holidays can be tiring and how many of us get back from a holiday and say, Oh, I need a holiday to recover from the holiday I've just had. But also if, if, you're anything like me it can be quite manic so working for ourselves as we do joe mm. it can be quite manic leading up to a holiday we've spoken this week you know that we're hopefully going next saturday or sunday it's all manic i'm writing training plans i'm catching up with coaching i'm recording podcasts speaking to guests doing all that by the time i get to holiday it's going to be whoa i just need to just calm down a minute and just settle into that break what you don't want to do is put too much pressure on yourself the minute you get off the plane for example when you've already had that stress and mayhem leading up to the break in the first place so get yourself feeling better don't get yourself feeling yeah. worse i think cross training what do you think about that on holiday could be an option right could cross train yeah i mean i say my experience is yeah the only issue you have and i i once contemplated aqua jogging in the pool is you know you have to be prepared for people to think you're a bit of a weirdo because <laughs> everybody else <laughs> It's throwing a beach ball around and, you know, splashing around. <laughs> and uh, unsurprisingly, there's me attempting to aqua jog, um, aqua jog my guts off, as you might imagine. <laughs> so, yeah, it depends what your availability is. Um, you know, obviously, you prob well, you may or may not have access to a gym. Um, I think it's always worth thinking about. 
I, again, I just think to say to people, be realistic, actually. For me, and I suppose speaking for my, you know, putting myself, it's not necessarily everybody's view, but for me, the whole fun of running on holiday is running somewhere new. So therefore, I would rather run than cross-train. But I think, you know, again, if you know what facilities there are, um, it might be worth it. I Years ago, when I was really obsessed, I went skiing, which I didn't often do a lot of the time because it interfered. In fact, I didn't go on holiday because it interfered with training. But this time I had gone skiing and was determined to train. And of course, it was at altitude. And I did two sessions, I remember. One, I ran for 15 minutes and then ran back. And I thought, oh, this is quite easy, running at altitude. I didn't realise I was running down the mountain for 15 <laughs> minutes. And I literally turned around and thought I was going to die on the way back. It was so hard. My lungs were burning. And then the next session, so I've just got a lorry driving by me. Um, the next session, uh, I just did these reps round a snow-covered car park. It was horrific. Um, I really should have done cross-training. I was gaining nothing from being outside, running in the snow and the ice and the freezing cold. But, you know, we, we make these mistakes and we learn from them. So, again, I think look at the cross-training can be useful if the climate or the environment where you're going is not conducive to running. But obviously it depends on the availability of whatever means of cross-training you might want to do. And like I say, if you're going to be thrashing it out in the pool, be aware that other families might be having a bit of a laugh while you're trying to do your serious training. So, again, it, I think it just comes back to flexibility, doesn't it, as to what's there, what's around, what are you doing? Um, it is kind of the best way to go. <laughs> I think, yeah, like you say, it's, it's what you've got. Don't, don't, that lorry's not going to reverse into you, is it? I'm a bit concerned. No, no. Was, nobody can I've, see I've it. I've actually realised there's a COVID test centre just down there. <laughs> so all the lorry drivers are coming for their PCR test before they go wherever oh they're gosh. getting. <laughs> but just, just going back to the cross-training, I think you're dead right. And like we always say with these lives, running isn't go and do this and you'll achieve this. There's so much personalisation uh, it's all very individual, different holidays you, you can go on, different levels of fitness. You'll be going with people that run, that train, that don't train, that don't run. So you've got to factor all these things in. But I would definitely put it down as a possibility in terms of cross-training, you know, whether that is there access to a gym. Maybe you don't want to go to the gym, fine. But at least you know what you've got access to. And if, therefore, you can decide whether you want to do it or not. Can you just get in the pool? Can you get in the sea? I, I'm not a big swimmer, but I really, like most people, really love swimming in the sea on holiday. And, and kind of proper swimming, as it were. You know, I'll put the watch on and I'll, not high pressure, but I'll go and do a 30-minute swim or, or whatever. And I really enjoy that. But if you start to look at what you've got access to before, so things like, right, can I cross-train? Is it going to be hot? I messaged one of my runners yesterday saying, oh, just thought it might be worth taking some electrolyte tablets with you just to get that sodium yeah. balance. And, you know, we've spoken about training in the heat before. Just stick a tube in your bag. At least you've got them. Make sure you've got something to, to drink from, you know, when you're on holiday. Don't get there and think, oh, I wish I'd have bought my hydration pack. You know, it might only be just a small bag you can throw in your case. At least you've got it. You never use it, doesn't matter, but you've got it. So giving yourself, I guess, that option is really, really important. A bit of planning, definitely. And I think time, sorry, did you want to add something to that? No, no, carry on. I, I will come in later. <laughs> <laughs> hold that thought, hold that thought. I'm just going to mention the whole time thing. So time can be, we can be quite time poor in life anyway. And when we're on holiday, we can still potentially be time poor if there's lots of things we want to do. And, you know, everybody wants to do different things and all that stuff. And also, you don't really know how to spend your time because it's, it's your time. It's You're out of the normal pattern and routine. You've got to create your own routine, as it were. So I think not putting yourself under too much pressure to try and run X amount of miles. So run on duration. Then you know when you're back, as long as you don't get lost and you plan safely. 
anybody else that is with you but not running knows when you're going to back be back so it's easy to plan other things if you are going to cross train one thing you could do is convert if you really want to kind of and i've seen some comments here oh i go mad if i'm not able to train on holiday if you really want to try and stick loosely to a plan that you've got convert that session to duration and rpe so how the session you know effort run it on uh, uh, do the session on effort and do it on duration rather than mileage and pace therefore you could jump on a bike in a gym if you've got access or in the pool or in the sea or whatever so just getting a little bit i suppose creative really joe is, yeah. is what i'm saying there is what i'm saying there what, so what, what did you I want to was add going to say i was going to say actually now to kind of flip things completely on their head do so, it I said to you, we go, it is a family holiday that we go on, but we go there with an intention of training. Now, I know a lot of people, a couple of people I coach go on holiday specifically, right, this is a training holiday. I'm actually going to go up the mountains and do some altitude training. I'm going to go to Club La Santa in um, Portugal. You know, there's very, there's very well-known um, places you go to train. So I think you also need to be slightly cautious if that's what you're going to do. If you are planning a training holiday, don't go to the other extreme and suddenly do dramatically more training than you would do normally. Don't suddenly, particularly if you're going with a group of other runners, don't get dragged into doing training just because everybody's doing it. So, you know, the classic one is suddenly you, you throw in all these double days because you've got this time because everybody, oh, let's go for a morning run. And then we you get sucked in session in the evening. You get sucked into it and you finish the holiday injured. So just be mindful if you are going on holiday to train, that doesn't mean just because you're on holiday, you can suddenly double your mileage or double your intensity um, and you're going to be fine because you're on holiday. You know, you really want to come back from that holiday feeling better and fitter and having had a great time and some, you know, quality full time training, but not at the expense that you've injured yourself because you've overdone it. So just, you know, don't go the other extreme. Word of caution. No, I love that, Joe. And it's easy, isn't it, to throw yourself into things when you, you haven't got you're in holiday mode. You've had a few days there. You've forgotten about work. You're not having, you're not checking emails and you suddenly throw yourself into all these things because you want to. That's mm. great to have that ambition. But yeah, you've got to come back in one piece. Really important. A, a few of the notes that I made actually before this chat, talking about taking a relaxed approach when away, which we've kind of covered in this video so far, really. But, you know, just to add to that, if sessions are missed, so if you've got this intention of doing X and Y and it can't happen when you're away for whatever reason, there could be many reasons. Don't worry about it. You know, you've got to be adaptable. Yeah. Take a relaxed approach. Rest walk chill you know all that stuff is part of training you know you mentioned about fatigue and form and fitness and the relationship between those things it's not just about putting your body under stress and building fitness what is fitness you've got to look after yourself could be eating well sleeping well you know whatever it is free the mind so that you've got more space in there ready for when you come back to then work hard and work towards your goals and something else that's very very relevant obviously at the moment we all know about i certainly know at the moment on the phone virtually every day is travel requirements and restrictions and these things can change like that. So that may impact you, you know, have you got a quarantine when you, 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 you land, maybe you're able to do that. So you're still going away, but you're not able to train, Well, you know, take a relaxed approach. You know, it's not the end of the world. Awesome. <laughs> it certainly isn't. Is it there anything else isn't. you want to, you want to add there, Joe? Anything else you think um, I've, I've missed? No, I, I think we've pretty much covered it. Sun cream, that's the only other thing I would add. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, I think here sometimes in the UK, we can get away with going out without the old sun cream. And I know we did talk about training in the heat and, and touched on that. But you know what? How many people come back from a holiday, particularly if it's somewhere warm, with a lovely training tan? <laughs> yeah, just It's, it's nose cream. for me. Nose is my thing. I have like 
the highest factors stick and i'm fat my, my team is like you, are you you're always putting on i'm like i just hate a red nose i don't want a red nose i just i don't mind other parts if they're red that's fine but just not a red nose so i'm like constantly putting this on but it's a great point. Um, yeah i was gonna say my other point is if you have really enjoyed yourself the night before you know again be realistic uh you know nobody's going to train well the day after a big night before and you're on holiday so you're allowed to let yourself go and perhaps indulge slightly more than you might do normally but bear in mind that's going to impact how you run the next day so it's cool it's fine be relaxed about it but don't then wonder why you didn't smash out your reps or even to be frank try and smash out your reps the next day you're on holiday step back and so many more races and running to do in the future, you know, it's not just about, oh my gosh, this is a be all and end all. It really isn't. I mean, there was, there was a little, you know, we got chatting in our, uh, my, my coaching group, the performance community, WhatsApp group the other day, you know, some people still have their concerns and theories as to whether or not certain races are going to go ahead towards the back oh. end of the year. There are races that are already being deferred. I know it's, and we all want to just know, we want that certainty, but unfortunately that's not the world we live in right now. So it, it pays even more, I believe, to have a relaxed approach. Yes, you want to train well, you want to prepare well, but actually you could, you know, if you didn't enjoy your holiday as much as you would normally because you're like this trying to fit all these sessions in and then all of a sudden it comes to autumn and that race has been postponed to next year, you'll be thinking, bloody hell, you know, I wish I'd have just kind of chilled out on a holiday a bit. <laughs> so we've got lots of time. I'm just very quickly, we'd like to wrap up before one, but just on the subject of heat, I made a few points of things that we mentioned in our uh, chat about training in the heat. So it's worth just going over this. I would focus on RPE, so focus heavily on how you feel. Definitely. Reg- regular body scans, Joe, hey, head to toe, how are you yep. feeling? You know, you're starting to feel lightheaded, you're starting to feel dizzy, sick. You need to really listen to any warning signs like that. Stay close to home or the starting point or the hotel or wherever you are. Obviously, stay close to water. That's really important in terms of being able to hydrate. Obviously, I don't mean run along the sea. Uh, shorten the run if you need to. <laughs> That's really important. Reduce the intensity and also the structure potentially. You know, don't try and Can do Can I just add in there as do. well? Yeah. Acclimatise as well. If it really is dramatically different in temperature to what you've come from, acclimatise over the first few days. Don't go think you're going to launch straight into it on day one. You'll actually get better quality running if you acclimatise. Sorry, yeah, Jake. You, no, no, don't be. And you really do adapt as well quite quickly. I mean, people adapt at different rates. But in my own experience, I, I tend to adapt relatively well. I'm not sure if I mentioned this when we spoke about training in the heat on the previous live, but I've been consciously running in the heat at the moment almost the warmest time of the day i know i'm okay with that it's, it's still safe and all those things but i'm feeling better already i notice it I'm, I'm feeling better of course it's going to be another big step up in italy but it's going to help a little bit cool good cool. good good joe i need to let you get out of that car park yeah i need because i'm actually now surrounded by a swarm of flies <laughs> I honestly, I think the most oh. unpleasant place to stop. But, you know, it's been worth it. It's been worth it to talk Insect about repellent. your holiday that you're going on. <laughs> Insect repellent. You just reminded me. That's the last tip for Oh, yeah. Take... Make sure. Definitely on holiday. <laughs> Guys, I hope you enjoyed that. We will be back next week on Joe's page at Running Joe 10K. Give her a little follow for a chat around another glorious subject. The one before my holiday. To Italy, hopefully, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. If you want to catch up on any of the uh, uh, chat arounds of Friday Lives, and you can on the Running With Jake podcast, it's classed as the quick hit. Go and check it out on the podcast app on your phone that you use for all your podcasts. But have a great weekend. Stay safe. I hope you enjoy your holidays and you get to go on your holidays if you've got them planned. Joe, have a great weekend and I'll speak to you very soon. 
That was Running With Jake, the quick hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, the podcast.